It's a film with three brains. 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 Welcome to the film with three brains. I am Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey. And I am Sean in Chicago. Wait, guys, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) Sam in San Francisco. Was that a Breakfast Club reference? Yeah, I think it was, right? (laughs) Nice. A bit of a paraphrase, perhaps? No, Dad. (laughs) What about you? All right, anyway. Uh, Joining us on this episode is a very special guest, my brother-in-law. His name's Craig. And this pick is his pick. Craig, you want to tell us what you picked? I picked Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Not the remake, although the remake is pretty good. I will agree with that sentiment. <laughs> uh, would, uh, so, first of all, wh- why'd you pick it? I th- Honestly, I think it's George Romero's, or at least one of George Romero's best. I love Dawn of the Dead. It, I think it might have got me into zombie movies um and i just had to watch everything from him so would you would you say you're you're a horror movie fan very much so i think i i really did start with zombie movies though and that kind of got me that kind of got my foot in the door into horror would you you put dawn of the dead in in any sort of best of lists i'd say probably the best zombie movie ever made all right I'll go with that. I I know that's a bold statement, but uh, I I have strong feelings about it. Sean and Sam, have you seen this before, and if so, recently? (laughs) Sam, you want to start? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I saw the remake first, which is not the way to do it, but um, Uh. I know. I just, you know, (laughs) Craig, you'll, you'll, you'll find that I'm very, I have gaping holes in my filmography knowledge you know like especially when it comes to horror um but i do i mean my favorite i if i have to claim one is Shaun of the dead because i think it's hilarious and i think it's oh great. yeah i mean yeah sure. Shaun of the dead's wonderful but it's... it wouldn't exist without george romero so um yeah. yeah i saw the remake in the you know in the is it milwaukee mall i guess it's the setting Oh yeah, I mean it's in the remake. Some yeah, it's somewhere in outside of Milwaukee. 
or maybe it's just filmed there. Anyway, I saw that one, and then I saw this one for the first time for this show. So really, yeah, wow. pretty pretty Dang. crazy. Dang, have I, you seen Have you seen Night of the Living Dead? I saw Night, and of course we reviewed Return. Yeah, and this is my first time for Dawn, and yeah, it shouldn't have taken me this long to see it because it's it's worth seeing. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> That's insane, though. I'm the rube of the group, you know? It's, and what's funny is that around the same time when the Dawn of the Dead remake came out is when I watched... Oh, my God. I think I've been lying this whole time. I think I saw the... I think I saw the remake first, and then I went back and watched. Jesus See, that makes sense though, because Christ. at least you, at least you went back and watched the first one, which is what I That's should have true. done. When and I, saw I it. yeah, and I was like, well, I really liked that remake, but I also really loved the first one. I can't remember now. I'm hmm. just all full of mis- mismatched connections in my brain. Sam, voice of reason. Well, you're asking us when we saw things. I don't know yeah. about reason. Um, I saw this back. Probably when I in the in the mid 1990s when I just tried to watch every movie ever made. Um, <laughs> at least that's what it, that's what it looks like looking by um, my my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a zombie attack happening in your house right now. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's definitely power tools, but a little bit more on, on the um, on the uh, the side of um, brain dead. Um, uh, uh, Peter Jackson, so, yes. wonderful. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, there weren't that many power tools in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was manual. It yeah, was a manual screwdriver. It was. Yeah, it was. It was all, uh, you know, muscles. Um, so th- yeah, this is that's when I saw this movie, and I think I saw parts of this movie at other points. Like there are things that's like, or maybe it just stuck with me. Um, but yeah, definitely mid '90s was the first time I saw it, and then I haven't seen it in its completion since. Hmm. Wow! So, but yeah. I don't go back and rewatch movies other than like the same ten movies as much <laughs> as some people do. Yeah, like you know, sure. Because even Shaun of the Dead, which I absolutely love, I don't think I've I've seen twice. I think I love really. I've seen it once. How yeah, dare you? I could watch that a There's lot. There's so much and, nuance to that movie. You'll you'll and, definitely get something out of it the second viewing. Right. No. I, I mean, but that's why we do this show, even though it, it ends at 2000, is is because these movies do deserve going back. And even even this one is like was like, wow. You know, it's really low budget and all that, but at the same time, you're like. I can see how this is one of the movies that just kind of set up everybody else. So yeah. To Sean's oh, yeah. point about Sean and the Dead. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it, sure. And there were there were moments that you noticed the low budget, but for the most part, it felt so big, like it felt larger than life. And I, I was like amazed at how like low of a budget the movie is, and mm-hmm. how massive it made it. Like George Romero made it feel. Because it didn't feel small. Because there's some zombie movies that I've watched that feel very small and insular. And it doesn't yeah. feel like the whole world is on fire. But with this, you, you really feel that. The budget's a little tricky because it's a, a kind of a joint project with the Italian guy. When I'm blanking on his Dario Argento. Thank yeah. you. So what, what is the budget? Like less than a million or... Or is that just what's reported? I read six hundred forty thousand was the budget, and then the the box office was sixty six million, Jeez. making it wow. one of the most profitable movies ever. Jesus, yeah, that's insane. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just shows how 
how hard up the world was for zombie movies. Well, he invented the genre. They didn't yeah, exist I know. before That's what him. I'm saying. But it's one of those things. Like once he invented, you know, you're like everybody was like, we didn't know we were missing this. Right. <laughs> like you, yeah. right? We didn't know we needed this in our lives until he right. created it. Right. Thin air. Right. Yeah. He used a lot of the like the old, um, uh, like um, the zombie tropes that were like voodoo. Mm-hmm. Like he, and then he, and then he t- turned them on its head and made it more of like a, a disease, which I mm-hmm. thought was really cool. Because you watch some of those old voodoo zombie movies; they're pretty crappy. Yeah. Um, Craig, you want to give us a synopsis, just a sort of a breakdown of the basic plot for for our viewers who may not have seen it. Oh well, Dawn of the Dead is uh, pretty much the whole world is turning into zombies, and there's four people that take refuge in a mall. And it's kind of fulfills all those fantasies that you've ever had wanting to be in a mall <laughs> and buy shit, have money, guns, clothes. You know, it's, it's when it, it, it fulfills a fantasy, but also like tells you, it was like, oh, this is kind of like an awful, awful consumerist <laughs> um, agenda that back in the 70s when it was made. Yeah. Yeah, how did, I mean, how did you, they get to them? I mean, not to. They're in uh, a helicopter. Impute. Yeah, I mean, that was fortunate. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> well, also, it was fortunate they, man- they made it to a, a mall that no one else manages to get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's. Mm. Yeah, it has its issues. <laughs> sure. But, but uh, you know, for the I most mean, part, you know. I mean, it's not really a plot driven movie. You know, it's like. No. That's it's very right. character and the metaphor of it yeah. is really what drives it's, the whole it's entire It's thematically movie. rich, <laughs> as they say. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was. That was the helicopter, because you're mentioning it, was one of those things where I was like, this is such a low budget movie that I'm surprised they spent money on a helicopter. Like, I kind of <laughs> wanted to know, like, do they know someone who had a helicopter? Like, a helicopter probably. seems like a fairly expensive thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was. Because I was like, oh, they could have done more with effects and more whatever. And, you know, I know effects back then were different. But, but then the other part, going back to what Craig said, was that that helicopter really set up that the whole world, you know, as they're flying and they see mm-hmm. all these people yeah. running. Like, this is a low-budget movie, but you've got hundreds of people wandering around as as zombies. You have them flying over the, the cops and the, the hunters who are all getting ready to go out and, you know, and then you don't really see anybody else, but they did a perfect job of like, hey, the city is wrecked. We're going to escape the city. And it's like, nope, everywhere is wrecked. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're like, okay, we're trapped in this mall. And then from there, it's really yeah. easy to use that for your low budget set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sure. Half the set, you know, half the movie takes place in there, like the little apartment they set up. That's not even in the mall. They built a set. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering uh, about that. It looked too perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily gotten stuff from the department stores and put put it all together like that. But I, right. I think it actually was an abandoned mall. No, wait, wasn't it abandoned mall? No, or was no, it, it was it a was a working mall. mall yeah, but and they, they had could to shoot only at shoot. Night. It, yeah, they only could shoot at certain times. And right? then, around, and while they were shooting, it, the holidays season came up, and they had to take a hiatus because they they couldn't afford like the time to take <laughs> down all the goddamn decorations at night and then put them back up they just couldn't do it they didn't have the manpower at the time so they had to put uh they had a hiatus in shooting until the christmas passed right wow 
I just can't or they didn't. They didn't have a high shooting. They just they went and shot all their other scenes that didn't oh, take okay. place in the mall. Well, that was smart. Was, um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> which is. Funny. I just figured they tra- I mean, with the mo- motorcycles and everything, I would assume they would have trashed that thing. But that's a it's a working mall. I mean, it's still yeah. it's still. I mean, exists, I'm sure they right? did some damage. A, it wasn't yeah, like the yeah, Blues yeah, Brothers still or exists. anything. They still have get-togethers in that same mall. I think they sure. Have, it's like a museum for the movie or something or something. No, 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 it's a mall. It's still no, a mall. It's still a mall. Oh no, okay. wait, or is it gone now? Oh right, wait, because I, I watched the documentary and it was still around, and that documentary was I don't know like ten years old, hmm. so I have no idea now. Hmm. Well, we do such proper research. <laughs> we are always on the ball, always correct. Whatever uh, we say goes. Yeah, <laughs> you got to correct. Now. I got to ask my friend Jeff because he goes every year, or not every year, but some years he goes. They have like a, uh, like a, a, a Living Dead fest there. Oh, um, cool! Like a weekend celebration. He's gone to several times hmm. and met like Tom Savini and people like that, and George Romero's wife and her widow. Anyway, we'll, we'll get the interns on it. We'll figure it out. Oh, there we are. They, they, it's, they said that it's been it, since remodeled, so it's almost unrecognizable as, as now as the um, Dawn of the Dead uh, filming scene. Right. But it is still a mall, right? Yeah, it's called the Monroeville Mall. Yeah. yeah. The ice skating rink there also ap- appears in the 1983 film Flashdance. Ooh. She auditions. Hmm. And nice. some scenes from the film Zack and Mary Make a Porno are <laughs> oh, in that mall. That classic oh, These interns are very good, and they yes. almost sound like IMDb. <laughs> no, no. This, <laughs> they're very thorough. Well, IMDb has to get their, their material from somewhere. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Yeah. Can we can we talk about the beginning for a minute? Because sure. I think that was probably the only part where I was truly confused. At least at least for you know until I until I read about it and kind of gave it a, a think. But it, I mean, it's not, there's not that much confusion. But like that's kind of the point is confusion. Like mm-hmm. the 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 broadcasters, the the station itself, the guy. You know, they're. They're trying to keep, stay on air when the information they have is is no good anymore, and they're which potentially get people killed. So I, that's that's a great way to start, I think. So but it also the confusion. Well, <laughs> it was, <laughs> this is and this was probably my main nitpick. Uh-huh. Um, is there's a lot of music going on, <laughs> um, and I don't know if that's the goblin. Band, you know the, what's going on because there's there's just a yeah. lot of different things musical yeah. things happening, but in the beginning especially, I wish it would have been just dialogue and not as much music. And it was just and it's maybe just the the quality of the recordings and stuff. It's kind of hard to hear what everyone's saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's you, you understand what where it's going. You know, yeah. Society is devolving and things are chaotic and. And then you get to the the projects, and then it's like the the SWAT team, and um, but generally it 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 starts very chaotic, and then it streamlines down to these four people later on, which is then you kind of feel like okay, this is this is what we care about now, these four people. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, you're like, this could go anywhere, at least as someone who's never seen it before. You're like, I don't I have no idea what's who the main character is or anything, which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's I like thing. it. It's just that, yeah, like I said, I, I wish I could have heard it a little better just to understand exactly what's happening. All 
Noted. Any thoughts? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the idea. I was like, oh, because at first I was like, oh my God, like, what am I supposed to be paying attention to? And I just yeah. realized like, oh, it's just chaos. It's just it's chaos. Like, yeah. like, nobody knows what to really do. And I mean, we just witnessed this with COVID and I'm like, nobody knew what to do, even though mm. we're... I don't know. It seemed like just the same. I was like, people lost their minds. Let me <laughs> you know, let me put it a different way. I think that the script is so well done that there's a lot of it, really good information being given out almost throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, obviously, what to do, how to kill them, um, but like the just sort of the sort of general like ethics versus survival. You know, all the stuff that we're we're going to think about throughout the movie is is kind of thrown at us right right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like the the script is 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 really good and, and there's not a lot of throwaway lines or anything so i really wanted to hear every line mm. so yeah i don't know if that, that I mean, some of the lines were cheesy as hell yeah but, not every single line but um like, you know yeah for the most part yeah it had that it sometimes it sounded like a western sometimes it sounded like a gritty cop movie like he was kind of all over the place but he kind of it kind of had that singular it still it still sounded all the same if that's a weird way of saying it. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. He had these different voices, but it, then it, it still sounded like George Romero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's just I, what I like. I, I like the more, like, philosophical philosophical questions and things that were being brought up. And I, and I was curious about that. But there's too much action mm-hmm. happening right away, so you really can't stop and think about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in the projects was like, oh, this is totally trying to tell a story about mm-hmm. uh, just like really unfortunate people uh, in the projects. Yeah. Like, he yeah, probably I'd, saw I'd some shit. I had <laughs> kind of forgotten about that scene a little bit. I haven't, uh, you know, I've seen this several times, but it has been a fair number of years since yeah. the last time I watched it. And I forgot about the opening, that, that stuff. And I forgot how gory it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. heads are fucking exploding and shit. I was like, fucking oh my God. Awesome. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That shotgun shot is probably one of my favorites in the, in the sequence, in that yeah. project yeah. sequence. That definitely ranks up there with scanners in terms of best head explosions. Oh, for sure. Top five. <laughs> Top that five. was not a zombie. That was <laughs> no, it's just a regular yeah. person. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, one of the, the things new, that yeah. I... Oh, sorry. No, please uh, go ahead. One of the things that I really liked in that whole entire scene was um, Ken Forhey's character, Peter... Mm-hmm. when he has to kill all of the people who were just bound up in the basement and he's just doing it one by one execution style and I never noticed before until I watched the 4K version of this movie that he was crying he was hmm. tearing mm-hmm. and I was like oh shit this scene was way more powerful than I even originally thought it was yeah so that was that was some heavy shit for sure yeah, exactly there's so much going on there's like the nuance of how these different cultures treat their dead and how this has become a real issue. Like if, if I'm reading that right, like there's all this stuff and it's like, Whoa, 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 yeah. slow down. I can't even, what, what are you talking yeah. about? I Were they, they were getting raided because they were keeping the undead, right? Or were they getting raided because they were drug dealers? I can't remember now. No, they were keeping their dead. They were keeping, they, they wouldn't give up any, anyone. Oh, okay. The, the law of the land, the martial law was, was that you had to give up the dead bodies because they, they're toxic mm-hmm. and they're about to turn and all that shit. And they were like, nah, that's not how we do things around here. Yeah. 
Yeah, which begs the question: Is like His, religion would really fuck us in the end if we really Romero? Had <laughs> Romero made a few later. You know, he made this original trilogy: Night of the Living Dead, Dawn, and Day. And then uh, several years went by, and then he made Land of the Dead, which was okay. And he made Diary of the Dead, which was not good. And then he made Survival <laughs> of the Dead, which is pretty terrible. But yeah, as as his movies go on, like the 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 way he treats the zombies and the humans and their interactions. Um, starts to evolve. And one of the things is that very notion of what you guys are just talking about is like people who think perhaps they can be cured or brought back. Mm-hmm. And um, Survival of the Dead in particular deals with that more than any other. Yeah. But I remember that turd. Yeah. I mean, part of the problem, it's not just his later movies. It's any, in my mind, any zombie movie or any apocalypse or like, you know, end of world type movies. It's like this movie's so damn good because it's really entertaining, exciting, and scary to witness people reacting to the end of the world. Yeah, and satirical. And, and but and <laughs> once it's happened, and people, you know, you time jump to a, a point where people are already living in it. It's just not as interesting, which is why, you know, like Land of the Dead, it's just not very good. It's not very fun to watch. It's just like these people are, have been living in this high rise surrounded by zombies at the end of the world for years. And you're just like, eh. It's why the first season of The Walking Dead is so damn good. And the rest of them are like, there's high points, but none of them ever reach that sort of apex that the first yeah. season reached where people are responding at, you know, at the, as it's happening and adapting and figuring out how to survive. And, and it's just so goddamn compelling, hmm. which is why I like this, you know, Dawn of the Dead better than any of his other movies even night of the living dead which is feels more like an experiment like he's sort of dipping his toe in the pool kind of figuring out you know what this new genre is and uh you know it's successful but then it's dawn of the dead where he really finds his footing i would i would actually argue night of the living dead is comparably boring it's a little boring dawn of the dead it's it's, (laughs) night of the living dead is very thick with with theme and you know, and his Great sort acting. of pa- parallels to to the civil rights movement. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it's 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 about a lot more than just zombies. Well, and this is he, too, and this yeah. is as well. Yeah, and that's why they're so good, and that's why they're so watchable. You know? Yeah, who puts a lead? Who puts a black lead in a nineteen seventies movie? Unless it's a black exploitation movie. Yeah. Yeah, and makes him very heroic and very, like you know, the sensible one <laughs> out of all yeah. of them, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roger's like the the wound up redneck who wants to shoot everything. Yeah. What does he say be- the, the, before the, he gets like kind of bitten and stuff? He's like, "We got this thing by the ass" or something. He's like, <laughs> "Got this thing by the ass." <laughs> yeah. What a great line. <laughs> what a great line. What a yeah. thing to say. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna get it now. <laughs> yeah. I always, I always, I always hate that part because it's like the zombies are so slow. Like, how the yeah. fuck did you manage to get bit? Oh, and how did you not shut the door? You, you, you go into hotwire the, the truck. Yeah, they did the set it up. They did set it up though that he was kind of going crazy a little bit. Okay. So they okay. did, they did a good job of like setting up that he's like not really paying attention. He's just right. kind of going like. If a it wasn't that, it would have been something yeah. else. Yeah. If yeah, yeah, like if they didn't set that up, then I'd be like, oh yeah, you fucked this up. Like you didn't set it up correctly, and there's no reason why he wouldn't be uh, as. Uh, um, he wouldn't pay attention, but right. I liked how they did everything, and it made you be like, okay, potentially, yes, I understand he could have gotten bit because he's being a fucking cowboy. And the mission they were doing was very important as well because that set up their residency, basically. When they got yeah. the trucks in, in place, and he's like, they don't have enough leverage, therefore we're safe now for a while. We, can, we, we cleared out the mall, yeah, and they have a nice little grace period of... 
I, yeah, I can't tell you how many zombie dreams I've had where I'm just like in a store and we just like batten down the hatches and stuff like that. Yes, I have very vivid <laughs> zombie dreams. Um, but yeah, it's like, and it, and then you feel like you almost feel cozy, but then there's that that kind of there's that thing over everybody's head that is like maybe things aren't so great here and we can't really have a life here and is we're just like what why are we beholden to all these things and i loved that part of the commentary which like it really just hits you yeah yeah i mean it doesn't matter what's in the mall you're still just delaying the inevitable of what do we do next which is yeah. fly away basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> right as far as that goes, I mean that the uh, the co- the chopper ex uh, sort of escort of of those trucks was very wasteful as far as their fuel goes. I mean, I, I was, I guess it. I would just well. I think my main thought was, where, where are the walkie-talkies they had? I mean, why why wouldn't uh, Flyboy have one? Yeah, if, he, if he's up there spotting or whatever he's doing. Mm, <laughs> maybe it would have been. Maybe that he did it for the tension. Uh. But it didn't make any sense. I don't know. Oh right, that fits his. Like he is, he is the guy that doesn't quite know what to do. He just wants to be helpful, but he kind of messes things up. Speaking about yeah. Flyboy, um, yeah, Steven. the fuck up. Pretty much. Yeah. So he he left his his did well. We didn't know she was pregnant yet. I think right, but she, his woman when they first got to the the mall. <laughs> And they go down, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are crazy!" And then he 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 takes the weapon and leaves her. Um, and then there's a, a, uh, some sort of Hare Krishna zombie that attacks her. And um, oh yeah, that uh, the subtle that's, racism that's his, in that in the in the movie is pretty bad, but yeah, there's <laughs> yeah there's some terrible makeup on on the the uh, Puerto Rican guy. I think in the beginning. Yeah, Rodriguez or whoever they're—I don't know. There's, yeah. Anyway, but what the weird? I mean, that was his—that was the weird thing about him was just the way he was so gung ho and so clueless at the same time. And she seemed to know what was going on and have. Well, I think he's. What didn't Peter say? Like, if you see anybody come up, you guys take off. You guys get back in the chopper and take off. Yeah. So either that message didn't get relayed, or or Flyboy didn't care. That was his first mistake, I guess. That's what I'm pointing out. Yeah. <laughs> and, his, and his most egregious one, I think. Oh, speaking of just, like, really, like, fucked up scenes, the one with Peter's character when he's looking inside that office when they're trying to get gas for the helicopter. And he yeah. just mm. casually just has to gun down a couple kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't think I've, I think that was the first time I ever saw like a kid get shot on screen. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm completely sure about that, but it was one of the more visceral ones that I've seen. Yeah. And you can see the look on his face. Like he's just horrified by, by the, the whole entire situation. It's, yeah. Kind of sits with you. Yeah. It's well done. Cause you don't actually see them getting shot. You see them fall over and you see him shooting and hear the gunshots, but you don't have to see the gore of children being slaughtered. Yeah. It was tasteful. It was tasteful. It was tasteful. Tasteful children's slaughter. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
they were undead children, so. What was your favorite? Let me ask everybody this. What was your favorite in the mall scene when they were like all battened down and they were going throughout the mall and like just like hanging out and doing all sorts of shit? What was what was your like favorite little montage scene? I have to catalog them again. There's the there's the di- the dinner, the sit down dinner they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're ice skating. They're playing ice video skating. games. Or... Oh, the video games are hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember any of those video games? Any any of us older folks? Do we? I even remember some of those. Well, the, the there's um, one that looked really familiar. Well, they they had the the video version of Outlaw, which became the Atari cartridge game, oh, the that's Atari twenty six hundred. That's why I know. So that. they were playing that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like an F one driving game where you just sort of yeah, almost like cardboard car or something. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like how those weird, those old games weren't very digital. They were more, you know. Yeah, (laughs) analog. It was like a projection onto the screen. Right. To drive a projection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of wonder, you know, Last of Us, they end up in a mall. And I feel like, you know, for part of it, I was like, oh, is this, you know, (laughs) is this, you know, a little tip of the hat to this movie? Yeah. You know? I would assume okay. so. He seems to be a pretty big fan of George Romero. At least I, I'm inferring. I don't, I don't necessarily know. I would imagine that's intentional. Yeah. It's got to be. Has to be. So what was your uh, favorite, Cohen? Uh, I don't know. I like, um, I don't know if this really qualifies, but I always really like the detail where they, they build a wall. Uh, so no one knows where their sort of lair is, mm. you know, yeah. he's like, I don't yeah. want people to even know it's there. Yeah. It's, and then later, like someone crashes through and it's clearly like a Japanese, you know, an old traditional Japanese house. It's like paper. Someone just crashes through. It all just tears <laughs> away. It's like, oh, but anyway, I like, I like, that's just like a detail I always liked. Well, it's you more know, than it's someone like, crashing through. It's Flyboy because he remembers yeah. where he used to go. Right. Yeah. But, Which yeah, is a but great it, setup and payoff. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite probably is either the money scene or just when they get geared up with all the guns and they go around. Yeah. Well, I, I guess this was after they, they kind of cordoned off everything and they went, got all the guns and they shot all the zombies inside. Right. I think that's probably like. Uh, but the yeah. money scene probably for sure is like, oh, yeah, this is just consumerism at its finest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when they were gearing up like that you know that that scene has been done a thousand times since then and i was like what movie before this do they have that that scene you know like because as soon as i started watching i'm like this is like so many you know stallone and schwarzenegger movies like commando all this stuff like where they're right. they're gearing up but but it's like i was kind of wondering if this is one of the first you know might have been i'm not positive Maybe. about that yeah i mean there's probably it's got to be like war movies yeah older war movies older war movies like the dirty dozen things like that mm-hmm. or or even more so it would be um maybe the wild bunch or, the, Westerns, magnific- yeah. or the magnificent seven things like that although i can't seem to remember any very specifically off the top of my head which is weird yeah, it was definitely, you could see Romero's influence from Westerns. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. I have a I have like a minor nitpick. Uh, when they were when they were um, the whole montage where they're moving all the trucks in front of the doors, which I, I I think is really cool. It just really bothered me that they didn't either shoot the tires out or remove them completely. <laughs> hmm. I've oh. literally been thinking about that every single time I watch it, and I'm yeah. just like, why the fuck didn't they just like take the batteries out or like? Yeah, yeah. Right. it's just like the tires up or something, just so just that so nobody can move get, them. Yeah, and so they can't get under it. I also thought, like, oh, right. when they're driving around, why don't they just run over every zombie possible, just keep going back and forth? <laughs> yeah, across the budget, the parking lot. I'll well, put that course. to budget. I'll say that was a budgetary thing because <laughs> they weren't probably wouldn't be able to have done that stunts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But still, like the people that they did hit, very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Little hint of maximum overdrive there. Yeah, perhaps. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tom Savini, but um, amongst horror fans, he's pretty well known. Um, I am now. He's uh, a <laughs> sort of a, a makeup and effects legend in in the horror genre. And while he worked on Martin before this, which is another Romero film, this is the one that really sort of launched his career because he did all the you know him and he had a crew of just a few a handful of people um, who had to apply all the you know the makeup and prosthetics to all the extras and everyone the actors and everything and uh you know from there he just he kept doing you know low budget horror movies for years doing makeup some of the friday 13th movies things like that and um and as a result started getting you know on camera roles as, as well but probably I don't know if it's his most famous, but the one, I don't know why I always think of him in, um, from dusk till dawn. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's, uh, that's what I was thinking of. Like, oh, yeah. I know this guy from and Tarantino. Then, uh, also the... planet terror, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the, the grindhouse movie that, uh, Robert, the Rodriguez. crotch gun from the, yeah, yeah. Sex on. machine. They called him a sex machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, amongst horror fans, he's, he's sort of a legend. Yeah. And I mean, his backstory is, pretty insane he went to the vietnam war and saw terrible shit and wanted to his gore to be as realistic as that Hmm. so he's he's he's, so he had a good background (laughs) (laughs) yeah that uh note about him saying he he thought maybe the the gray color was a mistake because it kind of looked blue on the film i thought that was interesting because you know the the uh the night is in black and white Night of the Living Dead is black and white, and then he was like, "Well, what what is the skin tone of, of the undead?" And mm-hmm. you know, he had to choose something. So, but I mean, that's that's like his that's his critique of himself. That's not my critique at all. I mean, I right, you know, I didn't go, "Oh, that looks weird," or you know, they they're too blue. You know, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, they look they look pretty dead." I mean, <laughs> I've talked about this before. I watch the eyes <laughs> of the zombies and like the, the actors that are playing these roles to see how the, if they look too human um, and for the, you know, on, on the whole, it's really good. Like from start to finish, there's so many zombie actors and yeah. um, you know, there's, there's variances, but um, some of them are, re- are, you know, perfect. And you know, occasionally there'll be a kind of one that looks a little odd, but but yeah, it's it's amazing that you could that you could have this many extras, you know, in, in almost every scene yeah. and have it have it look this good. Oh yeah. And the the reason why they look green was I think it was actually I 
think it was a mistake. Like they want, I think they wanted them to look pale, but then they look green or something like that, and they used yeah. the makeup. Or... I, yeah, I'm looking at the IMDb trivia, and I don't know where that was from, but you know, whatever um, it is, yeah. But anything that was like a solo zombie person, they would put way more fine tuning into, like when Stephen turns. Um, yes. He looks good. Oh, yeah. that, that one zombie that's like on the cover, like the famous cover zombie that was right before he kills all the kids. I, I mean, where he shoots the zombie kids. Sorry. Excuse me. I don't want, oh, to get, right. I don't want yeah. you guys to get taken down from Spotify or something. <laughs> um, like one eye is hanging off of him. Yeah. That, that guy? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, the, the, the famous... Um, uh, speaking of the zombie kills, let's go through all the zombie kills if you want. Like... Sure. What do you think of the, you know, speaking of Savini and like how good his gore is, like, I think one of my favorites is uh, the helicopter zombie when he oh, just yeah. gets his head just, like, ripped off. I thought that was just such a funny, a funny thing. Like it made it because a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people don't see it as like a lot of this is satire, too. Like it's not a, it's not a completely serious movie, although it has its themes, but it is also kind of a, a bit of a bit of a satire and i, I kind of i really appreciate it on that angle too where it's like you know doing like what was that at the end of the when the the raiders took over the mall and they were just like hitting people with pies and seltzer bottles oh right that <laughs> like, was uh, a little ridiculous three stooges <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess that was just showing how confident they were that they were they could do what they wanted i guess yeah. i don't know or they were just having fun yeah, I liked I liked all, any any scene where a zombie like bites into someone and takes a you know like yeah. a good yeah. chunk out. That like all in the pretty good. Nice. The, right, the uh, in the the standoff in the in the project, the one guy who's dead and, and his wife is like, "Whoa, you too!" And then he bites her in the shoulder and bites her arm and yeah, yeah, yeah. And takes chunks out of her. Just yeah, looks so good. good, especially for then. Like, oof. yeah. Yeah, it was so it was supposed to possibly get an X rating, but he wasn't having that because that was associated with porn pornography or something, and, and mm-hmm. so they officially had no rating. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. Does and did it become an R rating or does is it R now? I mean, it seems like an hmm. R movie to me. It is yeah. unrated. Yeah, it's unrated, right? Yep. I'm, does that? That's do you have crazy. to rate movies? That I mean, are re- there was a couple boobs in there, I guess. Uh, yeah. Cursing. Like cursing. Wasn't the PG thirteen level of cursing because you're only allowed one. Mm. Um, <laughs> predates that rating. Predates all that. Oh yeah, yeah. It does predate that. Yeah. Predates PG thirteen. I mean, well, yeah, they were. Go ahead, please. No, that that whole thing, like it just it blows my mind to to think about a movie getting an X rating because of violence, and it's this. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, look at how times have changed. Yeah, you know, like this is nothing. <laughs> like, this is, yeah, it's like I've seen kids on YouTube make bloodier and gorier short films. Yep. <laughs> Did any of you ever watch the other versions of this movie? I'm not even sure what movie, it, what version I watched. So there's the international version that Dario Argento, I believe, edited. And I think they took out the Goblin soundtrack. And they took out any comedy or something like that. 
And then there was the extended cut, which was god-awful boring. I fell asleep. Um, so there's the theatrical, the extended, the international version. Uh, I don't know if there's another version, but it's in that, that DVD set, yeah. Cohen. Yeah, I have the DVD set, and I don't think I ever watched any of the other versions. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched the theatrical cut. It's just a few extra scenes of, like the TV station with the guy with the eye patch and like there's other stuff too and I think there's I, don't, I think there might be gorier things in there but I'm not completely positive because I've only watched it once the extended version yeah yeah it wasn't but, available uh, to rent so I, I found it on YouTube and just watched a version called complete cut whatever that means <laughs> oh yeah oh no was it I, 10 minutes longer I don't well the, I don't know because oh. I've never seen it <laughs> Was there too um, much so far, in the nook where they were living? <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, that was very okay. short. All right, so that might end up in the and the eye patch guy in the beginning was pretty quick too. So I, I feel like I watched the the regular version, just based on what we've said so far. Yeah, I thought I thought there was really only the three versions, like the the director's cut or the extended version, the theatrical, and the and the uh, like the European or the Argento cut. Yeah, I think so. But that's, they all are different movies. Yeah. Which is mm. kind of insane. I mean, yeah, I know Ridley Scott likes to do that a lot too, and they're completely different movies, and sometimes they make more sense, and sometimes they're bloated, but for this instance, it was like, it, they all felt distinctly like three different movies. Mm. This, um, well, as, you know, we touched on it earlier, and it's sort of a tangent, but I will say that the Dawn of the Dead remake is one of the very few remakes in general I thought was really good. Um, but horror movies, yeah. specifically because so many horror movies have been remade in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, or 15 years, 10, 15 years. Um, and most of them are just fucking dog shit. Just terrible, <laughs> terrible dog shit. Like the Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street remake's just fucking garbage. Yeah. The Friday 13th is not good. There's a whole shitload of Halloween remakes. I can't even keep track of them all. None of the ones there's I the saw There's the Rob Zombie good. ones, and then there's, there's the, uh, what's that, Paul Green? There's David Green Gordon Gr Green. David Gordon Green. Yeah, I saw, like, so the zombie, the Rob Zombie ones are fucking terrible. Just terrible. Like, they make me angry they're so bad. Yeah, they're slow and just, Ugh, just annoying and too much backstory. And bullshit. And then <laughs> David Gordon Green's were all right. Like, he tried <laughs> to adhere to the spirit of the Carpenter versions, I guess. But the thing I like about the Dawn of the Dead remake is it just keeps a basic structure and then, you know, it kind of, it, yeah. it tells the story in a very different way. Yeah. And the problem with most remakes in general and horror remakes specifically is what they, they, they're like, they feel like they got to do, they either, they adhere too closely and it's exactly the same. You're like, why am I watching this? Or they, or they jettison everything that made the original great in some lame attempt to like find their own unique voice. And then they're just like, oh, well all you've done is eliminated all the great things about it. You've, you've destroyed what made this film remakeable in the first place. And I felt like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead was, it, it, it really sort of uh, was an ideal sort of remake in that it sort mm -hmm. of took the basic premise and just took it in a completely different direction. And, you know, yeah, it really worked. Yeah, for me, I, I, re I really enjoyed, it, especially the first like twenty minutes, 
which I was oh, saying yeah. earlier is watching people sort of react to the end of the world is really exciting. And he did it so well. I don't like very many Zack Snyder movies. I don't really care for him as a filmmaker. <laughs> but mentioned that. But this <laughs> oh, one is, this a is like, thing? this is like, this, yeah, this is like a, a sort of a, a, definitely a pearl, you know, in his sort of shit fest filmography. Um, not all shit, but a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> no, I, you, I, you, yeah, I think you're right on because it added some extra characters that added something. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, you know, yeah. the, the security. Well, that's guards the thing. And, yeah, it, it added it added characters that had a point, and mm-hmm. it created like a, a you know small group dynamic that worked really well. Had conflict within the larger conflict that made sense, mm-hmm. you know. That resonated and, and uh, you know, the action was really well done. The horror was horrifying. The pregnant woman, all that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like Just how like, it repurposed the, the boat thing from the beginning of mm-hmm. this movie, you know, oh, yeah. as the end. Like, that. you know, their yeah. end goal was to get to this boat and an island and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. It was clever. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Uh, um, especially, um, I think it's not, it's due in part to James Gunn's script too. Cause that was mm-hmm. a James, that was James yeah. Gunn all the way. Like yeah. there was no way that was going to be that quirky and satisfying if it wasn't James Gunn. It would just yeah. been like a regular old fucking zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Poltergeist remake was fucking terrible. Uh, I couldn't watch that. I uh, turned it off. I heard Pet Cemetery was also awful. I didn't like oh, that. I, don't, I got I don't through think, it, but I didn't like it. I don't think I watched that. The Crazies was a pretty good remake. Yes. I can't and like, funny I enough, like that. the original Crazies, George Romero, yeah. did. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Or was it David Cronenberg? No. No. George Romero directed The Crazies, the first one. Hmm. And I actually, I really love that movie. I, and I, I, I do like... I actually, I think I hold the, the Romero version though a little bit higher in regard than the, yeah, than the uh, remake. But sure, both are great movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that was Romero. That's interesting. Hmm. I guess his movies are inherently remakeable. I don't know. Is that a compliment? <laughs> no, I don't know. Sure. Uh, I mean, if they make it different. Yeah, I guess so. I guess but I, I, but I was but I was thinking about this. I'm like, of all the horror remakes out there, not not remakes in general, just horror remakes. So many of them are dog shit. And those are the only two I can think of. I thought were pretty good. I'll yeah. take your word for it. But I, I didn't I care for the two. Evil Dead update. Whatever the hell. Oh, the very latest I, one. That was no, 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 no. Well, that one I didn't care for either. But Evil Dead Rises. Oh, really? I I actually kind of liked the new one. It was all right. I mean, it was as a horror movie, it was okay, but. I don't know. Like they remade Firestarter and Carrie. Oh god, they redid Firestarter, but then also made it the shitty ending that was in the book. And yeah, mm. and then they like they 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 made like a sequel slash remake of the thing, which fucking sucked. I never prequel. saw the re- like, I never prequel, saw the remake prequel. of Suspiria, although some people I, I think it was genuinely sort of favorable. Yeah, well, Luca Guadagnino is is actually Guadagnino. Oh man, I'm butchering his fucking name. Um, <laughs> is an Italian tie in there? Is yeah, it was, okay. he's an yeah, yeah Italian, really great know. Italian director. He did like Bones and All, and did like uh, oh Bones and All. I saw and that one. Um, what else did he do? He did the one with the. It was with the uh, gay seventeen-year-old and uh, Army Hammer, or shall I not speak his name because he's he's canceled. I don't know. We don't. Oh right. We don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we do, but. Whatever. Um, call, call me by, by your name. name. Call me yeah. by your call name. Me by your... Yeah. 
Yeah, and now he has a new he has a new one coming out too. So it's like he's a really great he's a, he's a great filmmaker, and it's just like I don't think he would make a shitty movie. He definitely made it's. I tried watching the original Suspiria. I I couldn't get into it. I really couldn't get into it. I don't know <laughs> what what about it was, but yeah, Dario Gentile's movies are they're sort of they're interesting as a cerebral experience, but I've never I've never really been a diehard fan of his films where I want to watch him over and over. I know he has a lot of respect and a following, but I don't know. Just out of curiosity, does your box set have a Italian version then? Like, like a yeah. subtitle version? I, I believe so. Yeah. Or, well, I guess it would be overdubs. Yeah. Not something. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know actually, but yeah, it would probably be dubbed or yeah. have Italian subtitles. I suppose. I don't know. I was just curious about the music, basically. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Never, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched Save it. that for another day. <laughs> so when we're talking about uh, horror movie remakes, do you, do you count it if, uh, if they're making an English version of, uh, of another horror movie? Sure. Like The Cause, Ring? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, the, ring, the Ring's a pretty good one. Let Me yeah. In. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, it was all right. I mean, the original. The, 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 the yeah. Let the Right One In movie was so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. The American uh, version was all right, but did, man, that original, Jesus. Did any of you watch the, the TV series that came no, out? No, I've been mm-hmm. meaning to check it out because I like the, the original movie so much and the book is fantastic, but mm. is, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I was just asking. Oh. I've seen the two movies, though. Yeah. And we reviewed The Fly, which... Yeah. Different type of horror. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! I, I I am currently in pre-production. I'm, I wrote a a very heavy body horror short film. So, mm. not heavy. It's more of a metaphor, but whatever. I just so I wanted to get my hand into body horror. No pun intended. I guess I don't uh-huh. know. What the fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Cronenberg's various body horror movies? Videodrome being the most famous. Pretty, I think I've pretty much seen all of his movies except for like the one with the zombie type movie that he made. It's rabid. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever actually seen. I think I w- tried to watch it and I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm probably the only guy you can you can see fall asleep during a horror movie. <laughs> um, it's like if I'm not engaged and I'm just like, Ugh, all right. But yeah, I love Cronenberg style. I always have. Um, I mean, The Fly is the most famous Cronenberg body horror. I just mean Videodrome is sort of like the most notorious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the he puts a VHS tape. Yeah. In his stomach. Yeah, it's all fucking. <laughs> oh, it's <yeah>. so weird. <laughs> I am the new flesh, and yeah. his gun is made out of. Mm-hmm. But I also, if you watched Existence, yeah, yeah, it has a lot of similarities to yep. Videodrome. Yeah. Can we review that one? Is that 1999? Which one? Yeah, that one. Existence. Yeah, that's in our in our wheelhouse. I bet that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is it gonna happen next, next at the week? End of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little too on the nose, doesn't it? Yeah. Slightly. Are we getting to that time where we should start talking about next week, or? Uh... Well, not quite yet. Okay. Um, what did you think of the ending? Mm, yes of Dawn of the Dead I was surprised to learn it wasn't the original ending oh yeah it wasn't yeah so what was the original what's ending? the original ending 
the original yeah. the original ending was they you know that you remember that shotgun shot uh that blew uh, the head off in mm-hmm. the projects yeah they you were going to originally use like i think they made another one or something like that and they were originally going to use that and then just put um galen ross's character and just shove her head into the propeller blades of the helicopter so instead of him almost killing himself he was going to complete the job and then she was also going yeah. Yeah, he was going to kill himself, and then she was going to, like, she knows that he wasn't coming, and then he just kills, kills she just kills herself. Right. With a baby on board. With a baby, and there's, and there's also, like, a lot of zombies on the roof already. Yeah. And she's, so she's kind of watching them, and, and she's kind of contemplating that. And then I think it's said that, that possibly the engine dies as well, like, like, they were about to run out of fuel anyway. It's very, very dark. <laughs> yeah, it's still a dark yeah, ending. Like no matter how you slice it, just one was a little bit more gratuitous than the other. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that they ended up on a beautiful field and lived out on a farm, someplace. Because uh, I'm an optimist. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a, it, it's a little like I I I find the ending a, a little unsatisfying. And I don't yeah. need much more, but I would have liked a throwaway line where someone's like, golly, uh, <laughs> what should we do now? Why don't we do this? Okay. You know, right. <laughs> something, I don't know. Let's try to visit I mean, one of those islands or that like they maybe, were talking yeah, about or whatever. You know, talking or about going to Canada. Yeah. Or maybe like a quick snippet on the CB. They hear something. Yeah, like, know. we are taking yeah. in survivors. Yeah, like, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Something like cool some, like that. Some kind of yeah. tease. Like, go right. north. It's where it's cold. You know, they freeze. Yeah. And then they look <laughs> at each other and smile and fly away. Or, you know, something. I don't know. Just any <laughs> any little inkling, just an idea. I did I did think the ending was a bit cheesy with the part where it was like the, the fucking military music with the brass yeah. and stuff. And, like, he's yep. just kicking people and shit. And yeah. I was just like... This was obviously reshot. Like, I think I think George Romero was taking the piss out of it, which is a, a British way of saying he was making fun of the whole thing, and he just like made it like a GI Joe movie at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I that's how I um, that's how I see it to make myself yeah. feel better about a pretty cheesy ending. <laughs> but um, yeah, because that wasn't yeah it wasn't his original idea, so he probably just reshot that and was just like yeah fuck it. Yeah. Um, just to to circle back to something else, uh, when you were talking about montages, I, I forgot that the scene where Roger slides down, you know, between the, the, the escalators um, has probably inspired me to do that more times than I care to admit. Um, yeah. Including yeah, like subway stations yeah. in, in the city in New York, yeah. where like I, I remember one night we we had been out in the in in uh, Manhattan at bars or whatever. We we're coming home late and we we're in Brooklyn and we we for some reason we decided or no 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 we no sorry I wasn't Manhattan I was in Brooklyn I was going down the high street station off the AC has a very it's a very deep station and there's a long stairway escalator and I slid all the way down the whole thing whole time thinking of that scene in Dawn of the Dead and when I got to the bottom my butt was a little warm and I looked down and I had burned like like uh the the rubber part of the there was like the 
part of the railing of the escalator had burned into my shorts and I had a big black spot on my butt like I had pooped myself. Oh. <laughs> that was awesome. Wonderful. Anyway, I always like that scene where he slides down. <laughs> Woohoo! And so of course Yeah. It, it because it, must it feels be replicated so whenever like, possible. it feels so jovial and stuff yeah. like that. It's just like fun and like right. Would people really be having fun in a zombie apocalypse? Well, if you took over a fucking mall, you would. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, even the bikers get on that. They're grabbing stuff and and swinging around on, you know. I just right, yeah, and, and the, my I think one of my favorite like stupid biker scenes was. Uh, him putting his arm in the blood pressure machine. <laughs> what, what the hell was with that <laughs> blood pressure machine? Why was he so obsessed with that? And, and then, and then, it, like it said, the blood pressure was super high, and he was like biting his fucking arm off. <laughs> like those little moments of satire, I think, are just like it's so super funny. It's like a lot of people don't un- like. I feel like a, a lot of people don't understand that uh, the nuance of that, where he was kind of like it was a bit of a comedy, a little, like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, should so. they remake this <laughs> again? Again? I know. It's just no. a que- it's a question we always ask. But there's already yeah. a remake. Yeah, they already remade it, and it was pretty good. Yeah. I don't think she had to remake it again, though, because I've seen that happen. I bet you someone will someday, <sighs> eventually. I mean, eventually. hopefully, it would be a filmmaker that would actually like take pride in. I wouldn't. I it. honestly, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, uh, like a, a contemporary horror, uh, someone who's good at, or it doesn't have to be a horror filmmaker, but a, a contemporary director, contemporary director, take the script, the Dawn of the Dead script as written and film it today. Yeah. I'd be curious. I mean, that's, that's sort of an experiment I've, 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 I think I've voiced before. I've always been sort yeah. of interested in is that it sort would, of, yeah. uh, that sort of experiment, you know, n- not unlike, um, uh, that was terrible was the the psycho remake where it was like a shot for shot remake mm-hmm. yeah which was Fair a failure yeah. it was like an interesting failure but well if you go ahead with an that, homage an homage yeah if you go ahead with that Cohen, i have three words yeah way less music <laughs> yeah I mean, I do love that soundtrack, though. It has some of the best, like... Yeah, I could see how like, after a few yeah. few watches, you you kind of get into it. Yeah, it, yeah, like, dun, 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 dun. Like, <laughs> like you didn't get that kind of that kind of music uh, unless you were, you watched Jaws, which I think this came out a year later than Jaws. A couple years. A couple years. Yeah. years. yeah, Jaws 75. I would put it up there, but... Obviously, he's not Coblin's not John Williams. I'm not trying to make an association there. Speaking <laughs> of the release, real quick. Um, so we're saying '78, but this didn't come to America till '79, right? I got '79 in April, and the first viewing in Dallas, um, of all people, recommended by Roger Ebert. April seventh, nineteen seventy-nine, something like that. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. We. Who cares what year it came out? But yeah, I was, I was just it, it did. It premiered in Italy in 1978, and then in the United States in 1979. But for Japan. some reason, the main date that it says on the top is 1978. Hmm. That's when it was made. I think it was made in 77. Yeah, it started in 77. Release. <laughs> so yeah, by 79, they have some better video games. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah I can tell you yes 
<laughs> I remember. I wonder what it was like when he was writing the scenes of extreme racism and cursing and like racial slurs. Like it was like, yeah, this mm. will sound good. Yeah, that one character in the SWAT team who was just <laughs> wanted to kill everyone was just like, okay, <laughs> you damn bastards, you bastards. Okay, blow your fucking heads off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, uh, those those things that I like to look at, like in retrospect, it's like, wow, you can't do that now. <laughs> yeah. Unless you are like Martin Scorsese. I don't know. <laughs> Tarantino. <laughs> it's Tarantino. Yeah. Right. I forgot. He used the N word a lot. He is. He gets a pass for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> he shouldn't, but he does. Yeah. Sad world we live in. Well, let's be less sad. Should we talk about another movie? Yes. Okay. What are we doing What are we next? doing next? We are going to go back to the 80s, believe it or not. I know it's shocking. 86? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think I, you know, I almost picked this last time, so I didn't come up with any, anything new. So it's close to 86, a little later, and it is a comedy. It's a big movie. Uh, I guess you have to call it a romantic comedy by, you know, I guess, I guess it's a romantic comedy, but it's a comedy we all know. Um, let's see, what else can I tell you about it? It's, um, Clash of Cultures, I guess, Fish Out of Water story. Is it, it coming is. to America? Yeah. It's coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> Barely even got through anything. <laughs> I don't know, big comedy from the Clash 80s. Yeah, about clashing, yes. clashing of cultures. Clashing cultures is yeah. always going to be the first thing. I mean, I could have said John Lennon, Eddie Murphy, anything else. Would have well, they had to give it away. Yeah. Coming to America. Let's have, let's have I, figured, I figured that's inevitable. That that had to have, that was going to yeah, be picked. Yeah, somebody on my list. It. Yeah, I mean, me too. Yeah. Any one of us would have picked that. <laughs> that's my college roommate. We should definitely movie. talk about the sequel and how bad it is. Oof. Yes, yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll get to <laughs> that. Good God. Uh, where can we watch cry. it? It's on. Uh, it's Netflix it's free right now. Yeah, yeah it's oh, free yeah? right now. Yep. Wow. Well, it's easy. Right on. Right on. Well, cool. All right. It may not be as satisfying as this review because this was our best one ever. Oh yeah, definitely. Thanks, Craig. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, Making this, this the best review ever. Oh, thanks. Right. <laughs> Breathe some life into these dead bodies. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You know, you, you guys are old fogies now, so you needed some young blood. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I know. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> After that, what I just said, I don't think I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, cool. All righty. Yeah. All right. That's enough movie buff. I'm out. What? Where's He's the chopper? The Oh, <laughs> Get to the chopper. that was a one-off, a one-off. Oh, that is. <laughs> All right, big papa, it's time to get to the chopper. All right, acceptable. I'll find you some more. All right. Well, until then. Uh, yeah. I can't think of a good pun. So, so bye. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I don't watch bad movies. <laughs>